Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth. And uh, hopefully we have you looking at some things that you don't typically look at, or if they are things you look at, maybe in a different point of view. And uh, today we're going to be looking at overcoming anxiety um, from a non-medical point of view. And uh, this is a an interesting topic um, because it's something that I dealt with for a very long time. And so I'm trying to update the topic here as as I'm speaking so that people will know what we're talking about today. So um, here we go. All right. So we're going to talk about, what. first of all, what is anxiety? Okay. And is it really what what uh, the medical profession would have us believe it is, and do they really explain it very well at all? We don't know. Because um, there's so many different, differing opinions. And uh, so, you know, we may go into a little story of why this is so near and dear to my heart and why it is that it's something that I feel like I know enough about to talk about it. Um, but for the moment, we're just going to take a look at it from a few different points of view and uh, and just see what it is that has so much of the world just sort of stopped in its tracks and and uh, not moving forward in life. You know, a lot of what's happening and it's really hitting it's hitting every age group. It's very interesting, and so it's worth us taking a look at and seeing if perhaps there are some other causes that uh, the medical profession, the psychiatric profession, haven't been looking at. So, uh, all right, so if you would like to call in with questions or or share your opinion and chat with me about this, the, the number you can call is 347-677-1443, and uh, just press 1 to speak with the host. And and I do ask that we keep things to topic, you know, <clears throat> and uh, I would love to hear from you, though. And so, okay, so anxiety, a mystic's point of view. <laughs> what a lovely title. What I see in in my experience and in working with other people that in most cases, not all cases, we'll go into some other causes that I've found as well, but in most cases, whether it's your own energy or energy that you're receiving as an empath or or just picking up around you, um, anxiety seems to be this uh, overabundance of energy. And uh, and I don't necessarily mean like woohoo I can bounce around on a trampoline energy. It's the energetic forms that take place, right? So if you're picking up um, energy from the people around you, their thoughts, their feelings, their um, their experiences, that kind of thing, that sort of energy we're talking about. And uh, at times it is also an overabundance of the other kind of energy that, wow, I'm so happy I could just burst or I'm so angry I could just burst or whatever it is, um, which is, again, the same kind of energy, but it's from within you instead of from somewhere else. Sometimes we generate so much energy through our emotions, we don't realize that we have to give it an outlet because if we don't, it just builds and builds and builds. And uh, eventually the energy that we pick up from other people and the energy we uh, sort of uh, create ourselves turns from uh, a flowing source to a festering 
kind of thing. Um, and so this anxiety that we feel often is from this overabundance of that energy that hasn't had a release, hasn't had a, you know, you, you just want to have a release valve for that stuff. And there are a lot of different ways to do that, and we'll talk about that because it's it really, different people have different things that work for them, and so it's just a matter of finding what works for you. But this overabundance, okay, so we've collected all this energy, anger, happy, joy, sorrow, other people's anxiety, whatever it might be. We've got all this excess energy, and it has nowhere to go. And so it begins to turn. It begins to turn to anxiety because it's all this energy that's wanting to go somewhere. And if you think about when you're really anxious, sometimes, it, and it has different stages and affects people differently, but sometimes you're just frozen. You can't move. You can't get out of bed. You can't leave the house. You can't make a move. You know that there are things you want to do, but you can't seem to do them. You just can't make a move. It feels like you're frozen. It feels like you just can't. For other people, it will feel almost like electricity running through your body and like you just are climbing out of your skin and you don't know what to do and you can't get away from yourself and you just want to go hide, but what wants to go hide is what's inside, not not your physical being. So some people actually kind of um, get very agitated, you know, or they uh, begin to really kind of freak out, you know. And so these are people that sometimes you see freaking out a little bit in uh, different places and situations. Or they may actually literally cover themselves up to try and make it stop. So in in these cases where it's energetic, the uh, the solution and the manner of moving through it is actually quite simple, but not always easy. <laughs> So as we learn to identify these different kinds of anxiety, we can begin to look at how can we make it stop. So I'm going to go to, uh, before we go into the whole story of that one, we're going to go into another form of anxiety. And again, I'm going to do a disclaimer. I am not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm not a naturopath. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not any of that. I am somebody who's dealt with anxiety my whole life, the different forms and finding from a mystical point of view what's happening there and what works and what doesn't work. And I've dealt with many, many, many clients who deal with anxiety and we've dealt with what's working for them to move through it. And so this is the point of view I'm coming from. By no means am I saying if you're on medication, I'm not saying go off your medication. I'm not, no medical claims, okay? <laughs> just put that disclaimer out right away. This is strictly personal experience that I'm speaking from and what has and has not worked for me and my clients. So, okay, so another form of uh, source of anxiety, I should say, is, believe it or not, dairy. Uh, I was I was very uh, surprised to find that when I cut the dairy out of my diet uh, for other reasons, just um, I went gl- uh, dairy and gluten-free, and uh, just because of actually with the dairy it was um, – I had gone gluten-free and I still was having some some sleep issues and that kind of thing and some just different issues. And so I was uh, advised to go off dairy as well. So <clears throat> in going off dairy, I found that lo and behold, the anxiety that I was having went away. And to this day, if I have even even uh, like a 
anything with like a dairy powder or any kind of dairy at all, immediately the anxiety is back within just a couple of minutes and uh, intensely. And so it's quite interesting because a lot of times when we are feeling anxious, we'll turn to things like food things that we think are going to make us feel better. We try to eat something that we think is going to make us feel better and, uh, you know, maybe try to get some protein in us or something. And so we'll turn to something dairy when, in fact, that's feeding the anxiety. And so what I've found is it seems to be because the general consensus from the the health things that I have uh, researched, it seems to be that uh, some are more susceptible to the hormones that are in the dairy and then just um, just the dairy itself because it is a hormonal product, you know. Um, it only comes if the cow is lactating, so that's a hormonal process. So that in itself will uh, sometimes mix not well with your own hormones and create an anxiety process. So if you find that anxiety is a part of your life and you're looking to try to eliminate it, actually one of the best things and most uh, the quickest results that you can see sometimes is just cutting out the dairy and seeing after a few days or a week or something if you notice suddenly that, well, I'm not, I'm not really seeing as much anxiety because you still have the buildup of what you had in there to begin with. But if you, know, if you find that you – because anxiety typically comes just kind of out of nowhere – and so if you find that you suddenly get hit with one of those anxiety uh, situations, think back over the last half hour, did you have dairy? And it's amazing how many times that will be what shifted it. So this is one easy thing that we can remove from our diet and see how it affects it. And if that is the situation, then you know um, that that's one way that you can eliminate some of the anxiety. Now, what I find to be the predominant one is the first one we were talking about where we tend to collect the energy of the things and people around us and we don't have an outlet for them in a lot of cases. And when this happens, it builds, this excess energy builds and becomes anxiety. So when we find this happening uh, this can be the anxiety, in a lot of cases, this is the anxiety that makes it so we just can't even move because it's so there's so much in there. And people a lot of times don't realize, I don't understand why I'm so anxious and I just can't even make a move. I can't do anything. I can't get out of the house. I can't, you know, I'm having such a hard time just moving through it. Well, because what's happening is this excess energy that doesn't serve you or belong in your body is is actually turning into this this biochemical sort of thing that creates all kinds of issues for you, really, but the process begins with the anxiety. So what I have found over the years, because I am very empathic and I do pull in a lot of energy that isn't mine, what I've found is that water helps a great deal. If you can, you know, uh, and this is more of a preventative and maintenance sort of thing, not a in-the-heat-of-the-moment thing, but if you can be in water, like take a few extra minutes in the shower and just just sort of consciously say, okay, any energy that's not mine, just please, you know, go ahead and get out of my out of my physical body and just wash away with the water and let that water wash your energetic field and allow it to just pull anything that doesn't serve you, that's not 
in your best interest to let it it just sort of go down the drain. A bath with uh, Epsom salts or sea salts is fabulous. Epsom salts really does do a good job of absorbing this extra energy, and it actually just kind of pulls it right out of you. It's phenomenal. Uh, the other thing is, uh, for a lot of people, is exercise. So it's not so much doing exercise, you know, workout or get thin. or It's not so much about that. It's about moving that excess energy through your system and out. So this, uh, you can, once you become aware of this, you can actually feel the energy sort of shifting and moving out of your body. It's amazing. It's <laughs> gross, but you know what? You can't see me anyway, so I'll just say it. <laughs> it's kind of like an energetic bowel movement. I've, I've never really compared it to that, but it is. Because, you know, when I would go to the gym and I'd be on the treadmill, this, this for me is a really good one. The treadmill is a good one because I don't have to worry about cars and different things. I mean, I could just go out for a walk, but this way I'm just in one spot and I can close my eyes and just do the treadmill, you know, and if you can't close your eyes and do it, just you can sort of zone out, you know, and you just do the treadmill and you just see all of this energy, your own energy just really coursing and flowing and just talking to your body and saying thank you for everything that you do and let's go ahead and release all the garbage and the stuff that doesn't serve us and you can actually feel these things energetically moving out of your body through and out of your body it's amazing and so this again is another uh maintenance solution but it's also a solution that works in the heat of the moment the thing is that if you have anxiety getting on the treadmill sometimes is an issue so what do we do when we have this this feeling of anxiety this feeling of being overwhelmed and we just can't make a move and we don't know what to do and what the heck is going on what do we do well we take the next step it's that simple so for instance this morning for whatever reason I've now I've been uh I've had some just not been feeling real good the last couple of days so I've sort of been just taking it easy and let my body rest and you know there's been a lot going on and I think you know I probably haven't been eating the way I should and that sort of thing and so my body was not feeling so great so I took the last few days off but I'm still doing my work and I'm still you know working with the earth energy and the energy of the world and that kind of thing and uh, and other people in and out of my house and that kind of thing. So I've been taking in other people's energy but not doing anything to release it. And I found this morning that when it was time to do the show, I went into my little meditation like I do every morning and really nothing was coming through. And I thought, well, that's, that's a little weird because typically in the meditation, that's when I get the topic for the show. And, uh, you know, I'm looking and the, the time is ticking down and I'm getting a little nervous and I realized I was, I was actually in that anxiety state, just minor, but but still enough for me to go, well, you know, maybe it doesn't matter if I do the show. Maybe I just won't do the show today. And uh, <clears throat> so I took my own advice and moved through it, took the next step. So without a topic for the show, without the feeling of calm like I'm used to, I took the next step. I went over, I grabbed the phone, I got the studio going on the thing, just follow step by step without thinking or feeling anything, knowing that it was going to be fine. And so that's hence the reason for <laughs> the anxiety topic today because I thought, well, maybe they were giving me, you know, the 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 angelic beings and the ascended beings that I work with, maybe this was their way of giving me the topic was for this anxiety to sort of come up out of nowhere. And as you can hear, probably... The beagle downstairs has the anxiety coming as well. I believe our 
our neighborhood deer is probably paying a visit, so I apologize ahead of time <laughs> for all of the chaos in the background. So uh, anyway, so I believe that for me and for the people that I work with, the people I life coach who go through anxiety and that kind of thing, um, taking the next step or two seems to make all the difference in the world because you're moving that energy, you're moving through the steps that seem so huge that you can't even seem to, uh, you can't seem to take them. Even though, you know, I do this show every morning, it's not anxiety about the show. Dal, come, hey. Very sorry. We're going to keep the beagle upstairs so that he doesn't go nuts over the deer that is downstairs. I love living in the mountains. (laughs) So by taking that step or two, we move forward, we move through this thing that seems to be such a wall that holds us back. And so it becomes easier. It's less daunting. And by taking those steps, we're moving the energy, you see. So as we take one step and then another and then another, we find that we're we're actually moving that energy as we would if we were on the treadmill or if we were outside swimming somewhere or any kind of physical action and just that it's that motion of energy. So as we you know, if if you're feeling overwhelmed and you know what, I just I just can't see going to the grocery store today. I just don't want to face it. And it's really sort of that just feeling of dread or anxiety going on. Um and you know, we're not talking about the the feeling of dread or something that is really a gut feeling saying something's gonna happen. Obviously you want to listen to those. But just this this thing that seems to be building in our culture and in our society we all seem to be getting hit with anxiety when we never did before, or at least not to this degree. So what I find is if you can just take the next step, the next step, the next step, eventually you it's almost as if you walk away from the anxiety that seems to be holding you back. You know, And it, it really is just a matter of moving that energy, moving through that energy. So sometimes that energy sort of builds a wall or a callus that we just need to move through and then everything's fine. You may experience this before you go to work or before you go on a date or before you go, you know, any of these different places. And and you may find that if you look back, you go, well, okay, I know that if I'm feeling this way and I don't go, I just, I just don't want to go to work, I just don't want to do it, but yet I know if I go, then you know, by by 10 o'clock or by lunchtime or something, I'm going to be feeling fine. I'm going to be in the groove. It's just getting over this hump. Well, exactly. It's just this callus of energy that you simply need to walk through and you just need to get it moving in your system so that it can move out. So as you become aware of the fact that in most cases or in many cases, this is really what's going on with anxiety is this overabundance of sort of rotting energy (laughs) sounds kind of gross but that's what's going on it's just sort of fermenting and festering and whatever and so if you can just move through this then what you've done is move the energy enough and take an action for it to sort of find its way out and so you begin releasing some of that with every action you take now if you deal with somebody who has anxiety or who is dealing with a lot of anxiety which a lot of us do 
And I will say that men show it differently than women. Uh, a lot of times men uh, go into sort of a depression and just ag- agitation, I guess I would say. And women look more, uh, they're more open about, I'm just feeling really anxious right now. You know, a guy is hard-pressed to say that, but a woman will say that. So really identifying when something is anxiety, you know, and helping that person move through it in a gentle manner because they need to be moving the energy. They need to – it doesn't help if you just drag them everywhere because they're not moving that energy. But if you can encourage them to just take a step or two in life, just – well, you know, like uh, I'm opening this business in, in Sedona and there's all this red tape paperwork to do and and I don't have the foggiest clue how to do it. So Jessica, you know, the one who runs the center I work through, Sacred Light of Sedona, um, you know, she's very good at that. She used to be a paralegal. And so I just asked her for help because I knew it was, I was trying to do it. It was an anxiety-causing situation. And so I just wasn't doing any of it. I was just putting it off. So I asked, would you please just just kind of take my hand and guide me through it? You don't need to do it for me, just... Just tell me what the next step is, you know. But I knew enough to ask her that. If you're dealing with somebody with anxiety, they won't know to ask you that probably, you know. But you can know, well, if if they can just see what the next step, just the next step. They don't need the big picture. They don't need, and if they try to make it into a big thing, you simply say, well, you know, yeah, there's other steps. But for right now, why don't you just do this one? You know, make it very low-key, very simple, very easy for them to move through. And then um, it's it's this motion, it's motion that moves that energy that is causing the anxiety. Now, of course, you know, I see we have a whole lot of other people joining us today, so I do want to, again, do the disclaimer. We are talking about anxiety and moving through it. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I am somebody who went through years of anxiety and still deal with it to this day, but I deal with it because I understand what it is now, and I help other people deal with it as well. So that's where I'm coming from. I'm not a medical anybody. So we'll just toss that out a couple times today probably. Um, with my clients, when I see that they've got this anxiety going on um, or their kids, you know, a lot of these kids have such anxiety. What we need to understand is that the sensitivity is rising, the the intuitive sensitivity, the psychic sensitivity is rising and so um, a lot of what is called anxiety is simply picking up on the energy of the entire world, you know, of what's around you or the globe or the earth itself or it can be anything that's happening. And you'll find that there's just, with people who are sensitive, in a lot of cases they don't understand that psychic is just a natural thing. It's not a phenomenon, you know, perceiving energy in whatever form, feeling energy of the one, is natural. And with things shifting and changing, other people are feeling this anxiety, plus you've got the extra energy running through that people are picking up on just as the frequency rises and the consciousness rises. And so if you are sensitive, you're picking this energy up and you don't even realize it. And if you do realize it, you don't realize that it's sticking in your body and you need to move it through. It's just like when you eat food, you need to move it through, right? Well, it's the same when you're pulling in energy. You've got to move it through. And so this action, uh, this is another reason that exercise, especially out in nature, but if you're limited and you can't do out in nature, that's fine. 
just the motion is so important. So yoga is phenomenal if people happen to be um, inclined to do yoga. That's a phenomenal manner of, because it's specifically to move energy, you know. Whatever works for you is fabulous. You want the intention of this energy moving through and out so that it's strictly your own healthy energy that's left. So this anxiety typically is caused by the extra energy we produce by going through the different emotional things in life that we go through or that we pull in from other people going through their emotional stuff. So now we can look at dietary things. Like I said, the dairy is definitely a big one. Um, Gluten probably is another one for a lot of people uh, because it does create some biochemical changes in your body as well. So this can be, uh, the anxiety can be a chemical situation happening in your body. Um, But typically it's, Again, it's the same principle for moving through it. You want to find the source if it's if it's a dietary source or something. Um, in many cases, it is just pulling the energy from other places, though. And so, the the thing that really matters, whatever the source is, is that taking that next step or two steps or three steps is what helps to begin moving that energy. Now, if you don't have anything in particular that you're anxious about, okay, it's just I'm feeling anxiety. I don't know what it's about. Or you're feeling anxiety about something in particular, but you can't take any steps towards that right now. It doesn't matter. Take steps towards doing the dishes. Take steps towards walking the dogs. Take steps up and out, up and out, up and out. You want to get up and out of your chair, up and out of your bed, up and out of your house if that works movement, motion, physical and mental. You want to get your head into another space so that you're not focusing and feeding that anxiety sort of energy and get your mind onto something else, not in a uh, just dodging the subject kind of way, but moving forward. Okay, you know what? I, I know that I can't do anything towards whatever it is that's causing me anxiety, but you know what? I can get up and vacuum the floor. Just It doesn't matter. Just do something. It doesn't matter. Do something that moves energy. And by the way, vacuuming is phenomenal. Vacuuming moves and shifts the energy of a space so quickly you can't believe it. If you have funk in your house, even if your floors don't need to be vacuumed, vacuum them because it shifts the energy in you and it shifts the energy in the entire house. So it's a it's a quick fix in a lot of cases. So that really is a good one to just get up and vacuum and then go from there. You know, and each step, you just, okay, I got that step, now take another step. Go do something else, just one or two things. Pick up a bottle and throw it away or, you know, take some dishes into the kitchen or whatever it is, just little steps by little steps. Keep yourself moving. And what happens is you literally walk away from the anxiety. It's amazing. And, you know, I've I at the beginning of the show said that I may share with you guys how it is I discovered this. And, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting story because, you know, at one point I was married and my husband and I did a lot of this work together and at some point he decided that it was time to go to the white-collar world and just be a normal person and, and uh, it was time to shut off all the psychic stuff. <laughs> well, you don't really do that when this is your path in life. And so when I tried to do that, it just came back bigger and bolder, you know, and... 
So because I was seeing and hearing things just as I had always done my whole life, he knew me since I was 12, but suddenly that meant that I needed to be medicated and locked up. And so I was in and out of mental institutions for, uh, and I don't, they were, they weren't the lock you up for years kind of places, but they were you, they weren't just the holding tanks either for the three day people. They were the more serious ones and uh, they were going to lock me up in the long term ones. And uh, <clears throat> because they thought I was crazy, you know. So all the stuff that all those years people had paid me to do and I had been of service to people because of my gifts and the things I had refined and, and really skills I had brought to light um, now were considered I'm crazy. You know, well, just because you can't see it or hear it doesn't mean it's not there. There are other dimensions going on and I've just learned to tune into those. And so, no, I'm not crazy, which is what kept them from locking me up but in you know and the, they could see I wasn't crazy they just didn't really know what was going on and so they just kept medicating me and therapy 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 every day to try and work through these issues which weren't really issues <laughs> they were just you know I'm sorry doc but the fact is that your grandmother is hanging out with you and she's trying to tell you blah 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 blah, blah and you know and it really kind of freaked them out a little I think but in the process of this it created quite a bit of anxiety within me because I was away from my kids for weeks at a time. I was, you know, uh, I was being put in that box of crazy and really loaded up with medication. And so anxiety kept building and building and building because I was pulling in energy from all of these different places and all of these different people and without a way to let it out because any way that I let it out, I was considered crazy. And they had me so medicated that exercise was just not a feasible thing i could hardly move you know and so uh once my husband left hallelujah um you know i was able to stop and go okay now i am so far off my path i can hardly see it anymore this anxiety is out of control i need to fix this and i need to fix this in my own way and so uh, I did so, and the, it was very difficult to come off of all of those medications and handle things. And I'm not saying that if you're on medications and they, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying for people with diagnoses to assume that this is what's going on because I don't know your situation. Uh, but, you know, we are in the end all responsible for ourselves. And so for me, <clears throat> I found that I needed to go back to my roots, my spiritual aspect of things, and see things that way rather than just the physical the physical world. And so little by little I started coming off the medications and I started coming back to my roots and it was a lot of work and uh what I discovered was the anxiety was something that when I meditated on it I, I was shown this big excess of energy and if I could just do something to get rid of that excess energy. So I would, you know, in the shower I would just see it kind of coming out of my energy field and going down the drain. And I would ask for help <clears throat> from the angelic realm and from Christ consciousness and above to aid in that. And then also I found that sitting uh, on the ground or leaning against a tree or something and just sharing this excess energy with the intention of love with Mother Earth was phenomenal because she could take it and transmutate it into something more positive. So in in sort of having this excess I was recycling, I guess. <laughs> you know, you can easily just sort of lay down on the ground or just become, just kind of lean against the tree. It, it doesn't look odd if you do that, you know, or just kind of have your hand, your palm on a tree 
and just share that energy with the intention of love and sharing excess energy. It's not good, bad, or otherwise. It's just excess energy that your body can't process. So <clears throat> if you just share this energy with Mother Earth with the intention of love and, uh, and her being able to do whatever she can do with it in a productive manner, then it does sort of begin to drain out of you in a good way. And it's just the excess. It's not yours that you're letting go of, just that excess that doesn't belong there anymore. And as you begin pulling some of this off the surface and pulling some of this excess out, you find that it's easier then to do some exercise stuff, whatever exercise you enjoy. And if there isn't any you enjoy, that's fine. Get on a treadmill, do, you know, do something. Do Find something that is motion. It's the motion. It's not necessarily the crunching of the muscles and the hardcore working out. It's the motion that you want. So even if you dance, dance is phenomenal. There's a reason that tribes dance. <laughs> There's a reason you know, that, that that became such a part of our culture. And it actually is phenomenal for moving energy out. So, you know, when nobody's around, pop on the radio and just dance your little heart out. It's the motion, just the motion. And it relieves this excess energy and it allows to flow out. And you just, you know, ask, ask the angels to just come take the excess energy or just ask Mother Earth to take it and use it however she can or whatever it may be. And see how much better you feel after doing this. And understand that when you're feeling anxious, create motion. Allow that energy that's creating this this excess to just flow out. Take a step forward and another and another and another so that you can walk away from this energy. And again, I'm going to open the lines to anybody who would like to speak. We have about just under 25 minutes left. So, um, you know, if you do have any comments or questions about this, please feel free to go ahead and press 1 and talk to the host. That's me. Um, what I've seen with children, we'll kind of move into the children aspect of it now, is that um, the older kids, young adults, are in a lot of cases finding that they they can't seem to get a foothold on life. They can't seem to figure out school, jobs, that kind of thing, because what's happening now isn't resonating with what they need. Um, as you know, they're they're the in-between people. As the shifts go on in the earth, and we begin ascending and changing the consciousness, and we're preparing for a whole new earth, <clears throat> but we're not there yet. And so these kids are kind of stuck in the middle because what they actually came here to do doesn't exist yet, and so they're finding this very anxious state of, okay, I don't even know what to do with my life. Nothing feels right, nothing, but I've got to do something and life is just passing me by. And it's creating a lot of angst on their part. And so they may shut down, they may self-medicate, you know, turn to drinking and drugs. They may uh, become angry. They may just go a little nutty, you know. We've got all of these different things happening. And in a lot of cases, it's because of this excess anxiety. They're very sensitive to energy, whether they know it or not. And, <clears throat> and mostly it's whether we know it or not. And uh, and so they're pulling in all this extra energy of the earth and of the people on it and of what's coming because they're very prophetic. And so they're feeling all of this and they don't know what to do with it. So assisting them 
in keeping to a more natural diet. The chemicals are so horrible for these kids. It, the chemicals, in a lot of cases, really create the anxiety for them uh, or or really uh, accentuate the anxiety they're already feeling, too, I suppose. And uh, so if we can get these kids just feeling good about some of the things they're doing, if we can find some things for them to do that they feel good at, that they feel encouraged on, that they... Um, that keep this motion and this energy moving, that's a really good thing. I'm, and I'm thinking kind of of one young man that uh, that spring peony and I spring rain peony, and I worked with, um, and he he's a dancer. And so, you know, thank God for the dancing part of it because he was such a high vibration and such a handful that had he not had that outlet of the dance. And, you know, you'd walk into his house and he's doing all these stretches and all these whatevers and, you know, up on the staircase with his leg halfway up to the ceiling and God knows what. But he's moving that energy. You could see that that's what was going on. And so finding a way to give these kids a method of moving that energy is really important. Helping them understand that when they're feeling like they're kind of stuck, just to take a step towards anything, one step, two step, three step, they tend to shut down and we look at it as procrastination. And in fact, it's anxiety. They just are very good at covering it. They don't, they don't know to go well in feeling anxiety. you know. But almost every young adult that comes into the center that I work with has issues with anxiety. And that's not me saying it. That is them saying it because they, they know they can talk to me. And, <clears throat> and so we kind of talk about it and, and they just don't know which direction to, to step. You know, and so if we can understand that their direction isn't here yet, we need to get them on some path. But it doesn't have to be their forever after path. We can, you know, all right, well, until you figure out what you do want to do with your life, how about, you know, you find something that you enjoy right now? How about you find something that you don't hate right now? You just have to keep moving or else when they, when the time comes for what they are here to do, uh, when that's a reality, they're not going to know how to take the steps forward to move through life and get to what they want. So we have to find a way to get them moving, just moving the energy, taking steps, just doing something. And then we move all the way down into the little ones. The little ones, a lot of it is dietary, but a lot of it is that they are very vibration beings they're not the same little kids they were back in the 1950s or even the 1970s. These are a whole brand new breed that are coming through now, and they need to be uh, assisted in a different manner. And when it comes to the anxiety part of things, again, it comes to understanding how to release this excess energy, just like the young adults need this part too, is the, the releasing of that excess energy. That's what that flowing motion is all about, that getting moving thing. It's to kind of let that energy out. But swimming is phenomenal for them. Playing in water is phenomenal for them. Um, You know, even uh, just kind of just rolling on the earth, you know, contact with Mother Earth, Um, playing in the trees. You know, we used to climb trees. That was phenomenal for us. We were up in that beautiful energy and releasing, that flow was releasing the energy into the trees. and, And so all of this, Allowing, it, it's just it's just like when you eat, you digest, you have to go to the restroom, you know. When you pull in all this energy day to day, we have to allow it to come out. 
We have to excrete that energy. And so if you can kind of begin to view it that way, you know, what are you doing to eliminate or excrete that extra energy that doesn't belong in your body, that creates toxins, that creates anxiety? And the anxiety, what we label anxiety, is that excess energy there, right? And then it's fermenting and it's um, just kind of uh, creating an unhealthy vibration, which then expresses itself in our cells, in our organs, in our bodies, in our mental state, in, in all of it, our brain function, all of it. So as we hold on to this excess energy that isn't ours and it begins to sort of deteriorate and become this horrible thing, it's just like when you don't get rid of the food that you eat, you know, it becomes a horrible thing that's no good for you, right? And so we have to allow this flow to happen or else we get stuck in this anxiety-filled space. And then we become sick. If you notice people who have, you know, go through a lot of anxiety, then they start becoming sickly. Well, this is why, you know? And it's harder and harder to process things because this anxiety builds and builds and builds. So maybe they don't think clearly or maybe, you know, well, I need to go on some kind of medication. I can't take this anymore. And they're overly sensitive and, you know, because they're filled with energetic toxins. This solution is actually pretty simple if you could do it on a consistent basis. So people who uh, are able to, you know, go to the gym and work out or go do yoga every, you know, on a consistent basis and that kind of thing, if you can remember to have the intention of the excess energy going, moving through and and just moving out, it really does... uh, create a much healthier situation for you um okay so again i'm going to say that in a lot of cases it is dietary and with having said that a shameless plug for our beautiful friend spring peony spring rain peony (laughs) get all the words in there eat conscious and be merry is a fabulous cookbook that she put together because she saw so many of us going through things going okay we want to change our diet but we don't know how because that's a big one okay so i say gluten and dairy are not so great that they help contribute to this this situation with anxiety and what you do going you know switching is not so simple so this is actually why she wrote her cookbook it's eat conscious and be merry and you can get it at naturalfoodprep.com. It is on uh, Amazon and everything too, but but it's it's nicer if you just get it right from her, you know. So naturalfoodprep.com and uh and just sort of kind of play with those recipes. They also have it on Kindle so that you can uh you can have it when you go in the grocery store, you know, which is kind of neat to do a secondary one on Kindle. But uh if you have the the phone for it. Um the reason I mention this is because There's simple recipes that start bringing your physical body and physical vibration back to a point where it's not uh, having that bombardment from the food and the hormones and the chemicals and all that stuff. They're simple. They're they're very tasty. And uh, so it's meant for regular people too, you know, not just people who are really good at the raw food, healthy food thing. Um, They're for normal people. So that uh we'll go ahead and put that link on the show description for today's show so that you guys can see where to get that as well um but if you have kids i believe she's coming up with one that's for kids as well so um that'll be handy for the parents out there and i we do have a caller that would like to share so we're going to go ahead and pull the caller from 770 area code over 
Hi, tell us your name. Uh, my name is Maddie. Hi. And I'm Hi, calling Maddie. from How are you? Atlanta. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm Jack, yeah. I just tuned in. And uh, I don't know. Um, you you are in Arizona? Are you doing readings? Uh, I, I had a question about uh, do you help with uh, um, dreams? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I do when I when I work with people on dreams, it's not so much like from the dream dictionary, it's what what I'm getting um intuitively from okay. what's going on. So, yeah, but if you'd that, like to ask, I like you can. better in the in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I um I had a dream last night. It was about uh I had it in my mind of the clouds, white beautiful clouds in the sky and uh and in the dream, I was out looking up in the clouds, the beautiful white clouds, and a number came out of the clouds. And I'm trying to sit. I'm sitting here thinking, what was that number in the dream? Ah, two numbers, and like I said, I add that up. It'll it'll be twenty twenty something. I said, oh man. I said, what did that dream try to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I would say is to just get in a very relaxed state and not try to see the number, just allow it to come. And if it's important, it will. What I what came to me when you were talking and I don't know how it would add up to 20 something, but the number 17 came. Oh. So I don't know 17? what that it, what that means to you, but I saw 17 sort of coming out of the clouds. So if that, uh, I, I want to say it was two numbers and it added up two two digit numbers, two mm-hmm. sets of digit numbers, uh, two digit numbers, and I said, oh my, that added up to. It was like I want to say twenty something, right? Twenty, yeah, I would, whatever. I would say that um, it's best for you to just get nice and quiet and allow those numbers to come forward again. Just. Just ask your subconscious, can you show me those again? And just don't try to see it. Don't try to figure it out. Just let it come forward. So I did see 17 come out, though, so I would say that's possibly one of them. 17, that's clear. That's like eight. Yeah, it was pretty clear. I mean? Huh? Sorry? Eight. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Eight is about manifestation, right? Absolutely. And abundance. Yes, ma'am. So, I'm sorry I couldn't help you with all the numbers, but that one came clear, so it must be them giving you, uh, it feels like your angels were speaking to you in that dream. So, they'll they'll give you that, that number again. You know, you'll be able to see what it is again and see what the importance of it is. <clears throat> you know? Okay. So. So, sorry? I asked you a question. I said, do you see love coming for me? Ah, love coming for you. <laughs> that's everyone's question. You know, i got to say, you're welcome to call and make an appointment for a reading because that's more than an off-the-cuff question. So, <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, I do. sometimes I do 15-minute readings. I bet a 15-minute reading would be just fine for you you know, with that question, because it feels like there's something to say, but I'm not, 
you know, we only have 11 minutes left, and I still have to do the meditation. So, um, oh, you know, but you. you're you're welcome. Mysticaltruth.com, the number on there. You can always give me a call, and we can just do a brief reading. It doesn't have to be a long one. So okay, you know. thank you. All righty, all right. Uh-huh. Thanks. Have a great day. I will. Bye bye, and thanks, thanks again. Bye. Uh huh. Okay. Well, that was fun. I like those. They're fun. So, okay. So today we're talking about anxiety and moving through it. And how do you do so? And, you know, this whole show is based on personal experience and what I've seen with my clients as well. And um, it's it's all stuff that works. It's fairly simple if you can just put it into practice and then, you know, use it as a sort of a springboard for what you would like to see happen, for things that seem like they would work for you. Try different things and see what what helps to move away from and move through this Energetic anxiety is simply an energetic way of being. On a rare occasion, it's a biochemical thing. I won't say rare, but less often than it just being an an energetic thing. But what happens is if it's left alone long enough in the energetic phase, it becomes uh, a physicality, you know. And so if we can keep moving through it and delete it or delete it, (laughs) diffuse it enough we can move it out of the physical state. And sometimes we do need medication to assist us with this. I'm not going to say don't go to a doctor. I'm just going to say that you can move through it and away from it with with this process that we're talking about. And dietary things are a big, big issue. You know, it's a big part of it. So, um, okay, so we're going to go ahead and do our meditation for the day. And uh, I like to get you guys started with a nice meditation. They're They're pretty brief, but they're... They're a good way to start the day. So um, if you would, as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, go ahead and get nice and comfy where you are. And we're just going to take some uh, some nice deep breaths, just a few cleansing breaths. And as we breathe in, we feel clarity, calm, open feeling. And as we breathe out, We feel the release of the energy that doesn't belong to us, the energy that doesn't serve us, the excess, like sloughing off old dead skin. We slough off the old yuck energy as we breathe in and out. So take about three cleansing breaths, remembering to release everything that no longer serves you in that breath out. And that breath in is just a breath of empowerment. We bring our awareness now to that canal where the breathing, that breath, and the energy comes in, and we see it move down our energy centers all along the core of our body. And we just see these beautiful colors of the rainbow lighting up, happy and joyful to be seen and acknowledged again. And it's okay if if you're not familiar with them. They're still there, and they can still be happy. And we feel this beautiful energy moving all the way down our legs, all the way down into Mother Earth, about 8 to 10 inches under our feet. And there's another energy center there that helps keep us connected with Mother Earth. And we just see this beautiful energy lighting up, embracing Mother Earth and and her embracing us. And we see this energy now come back up our body, cleansing and clearing and pulling anything that doesn't belong there just energetically up and out 
And we see it sort of taken away as it moves up through the top of our head. Our angels just kind of come down and scoop it all up and take it away if it doesn't serve us and say good riddance to it. And we now bring our awareness to the beautiful light, that that silver cord that comes in through the top of our head, through our crown chakra. And we see this beautiful cord, maybe shifting colors and illuminated and see it swirling and swaying and just this is our umbilical cord to the creation the creative force and so we see our energy embracing this we see our attention embracing this and just following it up to see how far it goes like a curious little child and we move up through the beautiful dimensions and through the different states of consciousness just following this up 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 Breathing along the way, taking in this beautiful energy of the higher states of consciousness as we continue moving up. Not a care in the world. The further we go, the more beautiful it is. And as we come up to the highest realms of consciousness that that we're ready to reach, we stop and we look around and we see the beauty of where we are. All of creation all of the most beautiful, highest aspects of that which creation offers. And we see these beautiful ascended beings and enlightened beings there to greet us. As we look around, we see the most beautiful space. It may be green, lush gardens, or it may be mountains or ocean, or whatever your feeling of beauty relaxation. Whatever makes you feel best is what you'll see there. Wherever you're most joyful, most grateful, and harmonious. Perfect temperature, perfect sunshine, perfect state of breeze. Everything is perfection here. And we feel these beautiful beings who are with us our whole lives coming up to greet us and meet us and share their love and energy and inspiration with us. And we feel them create a beautiful circle around us and just glowing with this energy that they feel for us, this beautiful love and unconditional acceptance. We see them sharing this with us as they encircle us lovingly. And it's just like a great big angel hug And be with this for a moment, realizing how loved and how accepted you are. And now we feel the archangel realm turn their attention towards us. And with love and gratitude and acceptance, they send their appreciation and their love and their unconditional acceptance of us to add to what our angels are giving us already and what we're sharing back and forth with these beautiful beings. And we realize that this is something we can feel every moment of every day. These beings are with us all the time and we can follow this beautiful cord up to this space at any time. Breathe in this harmony and this bliss allowing it to course all through the energy of your being. 
your physical body, while still connected by that silver cord, feels this love and acceptance as well, coursing through it, moving the energy, and shifting all energy that remains back to its highest and greatest state of being. And all else moves out and is recycled into the ethers. We feel this beautiful harmony and we think of the world as a whole. We think of the world, the globe, the different what we see as different countries and different people. And we share this love and acceptance, this feeling of love and acceptance and this angelic state of being, knowing they all have their own angels as well. And we, just with a simple thought, we share this love. We wish them the highest and greatest good. We see Mother Earth all the way down to the core of her being. And we see this beautiful feeling coursing around her, moving through all of the water molecules in, on, and around Mother Earth, sharing this love and harmony with anyone who chooses to align with it, allowing them allowing them to take part in this beautiful experience if they choose. And now see this beautiful, beautiful light expanding all around Mother Earth, all the way out into the atmosphere and beyond and feel it coming back up to us all the way up in creation take some nice deep breaths and thank your angels for joining you and let them know how appreciative you are that they're there with you all the time and get a feel for more communication with them and then when you're ready bring your awareness back to this beautiful cord that connects you to this space and with joy and abandon you see yourself sliding down that beautiful cord back to your physical being and gently entering and bringing in all this love and harmony from those highest states of creation filling your body with this all the way down to that chakra under your feet taking a nice deep breath Bring your awareness back to your heart center and know that this is where you come from at all times. (sighs) Nice deep breath. Relax and open your eyes. Thank you all for joining us today. You can find me at Sacred Light of Sedona in Sedona, sacredlightofsedona.com, mysticaltruth.com. And uh, I hope we will see you here Monday. Oh, thinking it's Friday. Hope we see you tomorrow. Have a fabulous day, everybody. My love and light to you.